And we are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect, because Dell and Joey and I get pissed off. And we're taking you along for the ride. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name. S-H-U-J-I-N. Let me go ahead and introduce you to everybody because, well, this is going to be a little bit more interesting. From the Midwest of the U.S., Bridget, good evening. Good evening. From over the water over to Paris, France, Joseph, good morning. Good morning. It's amazing what happens when the order gets all kinds of screwed up, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, there, there's an order? Yeah, well, yes. And from d- deep in the heart of Pennsylvania, Beth from Beyond the Trailer Park is graciously joining us tonight. Hi, on. Hello. Yeah. Again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, real quick, uh, Beth is joining us basically because uh, Dallin is feeling under the weather. Joey is busy and will probably be busy for the remainder of the year, unfortunately. There's reasons, and we can don't really need to discuss any further than that. It's reasons. Don't sweat that too much. For those of you that are, of course, uh, with us, live especially, thank you very much for joining us. Stephanie, Drew, Felis, good to have you guys with us. And really quickly, for those of you that are listening, this is a Power of Ten episode. Consequently, This is marked all over the place as a not-safe-for-work episode. If you're listening in an area where you shouldn't be right now because of, you know, sensitive ears, or this is the kind of thing that you don't want to be listening to, now is your big opportunity to pause, fast-forward to the next episode, or whatever the hell it is that you want to do at this point, because from this point on, there are no filters, it is going to be the complete unvarnished feelings from all of us, and if you blew past that warning and you are wondering... How bad could it possibly be? Mafango. You're welcome. For those of you who are Italian who are just like, you know what? Blow it out your ass. I don't care. Actually, I do care, which is exactly the reason why I used the Grand Poobah of all Italian curses. You're welcome. So, short, real quick uh, check-in on everybody. Um, Beth uh, joined me uh, Tuesday night because we kind of had a little bit of a a check-in with our respective listener families. And uh, she was in representing for Beyond the Trailer Park. Uh, I was representing, of course, for us. We had uh, Bill and Susie from uh, Barroom Atheist and Professor Stephen from Atheist on Air. And, um, you know, we uh, we we had a good time talking. We had a good time talking. Well, it's good to hear everybody's voices again. True. Now, so. Yeah, and the idea was. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, Bill and Susie only live like maybe five hours away, but I don't drive, so I don't get anywhere. So it's nice to hear the voice. Yeah, true enough. But uh, the majority of it was really to, you know, kind of touch base with our respective families. And I say that because I don't think of the people that listen to us as fans. 
it's family. It's not listeners. It's not downloaders. It's family. And, you know, we kind of check in on each other a little bit here and there. And when, uh, when I saw the word go out on uh, the uh, No Religion Required group, and somebody said, mm-hmm. you know, we need to hear your voices again. You know, it, even though they weren't able to join us, I put out the word to, you know, as many of the folks from the AOA community as I could. And, um, you know, it, it wasn't as many folks as I would have liked, but it was more than just me. So that's a right. That's, you know, that's a that's a success as far as I'm concerned. Well, I, I think, too, one thing I found was when we were doing Beyond the Trailer Park was that we may not have gotten a lot of people live or we didn't get the uh, you know, the participation we wanted, but the after effect of people being able to go back and listen to it and to hear, you know, like Bill and Susie primarily. I'm still out there a little bit. I'm not doing Beyond the Trailer Park anymore, but um, so it's not like I've gone completely silent, but Bill and Susie, other than Facebook, have. So it would be, it's, you know, nice for people to be able to say, hey, you know. So. Yeah. And of course, you're still out there, so. Yeah. Same thing with Professor Steven. Yeah, still still closing in on that number of episodes for uh, um, uh, cognitive dissonance. So, you know, we're we're catching catching up. We're catching up. We're about, we're about uh, half, halfway to their number. So. You know, that's, 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 that's a good number right there. Yeah. Anyway, um, as far as kind of checking in with everybody else, um, Bridget, Joseph, you guys, you guys doing okay for this week so far? Yeah. Um, I was supposed to go back to the office Monday and people are not wearing masks up there and stuff. And my supervisor called me Friday afternoon and asked me how I was feeling about that. And I told her I didn't feel too good about that at all. So they're going to. Let me continue to work from home. Yay. Because especially with them not wearing masks up there, I'm just like, oh, hell no. Well, here, the COVID numbers are through the roof. And uh, we just had our uh, prime minister come out with uh, an announcement of new measures, which aren't really measures at all. um, Because... uh, the numbers are actually worse than back in April, but they don't want to shut down the economy again. Great. Yeah. Um, so now bars have to close at 10 o'clock. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, from, from tomorrow. Yeah, well, well, well that's yeah. eventually what's going to happen, even over here. <clears throat> yeah, but I don't time. think that's going to you know, I don't think it's going to come from the feds. It's going to come from local, state and local. Well, yeah, as it should. Yes. Because people should be thinking for each other closest to them before anything. Actually, it shouldn't come from above at all. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. But, yeah. But uh, the the government should be informing us uh, um you know, about what they know about the illness and what we can do to, to slow it down and keep it from spreading. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Friday's speech was really annoying. And I was actually watching it in a bar with my colleagues. And, uh, 
yeah, it was like a, a 40 minute long nothing sandwich. Beautiful. And uh, real quickly before I uh, before I launch into tonight, uh, Stephanie's also uh, mentioning the closing at 10 p.m. has led to packed streets at 10 p.m. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, it, 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 it's going to be what it's going to be. But the idea is, you know, <laughs> discourage people from gathering that much. And, you know, one can hope. But that's 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 a whole other thing. Well, being outdoors is safer than being all indoors, so. It's true. It's true. Unless you've got werewolves. Well, that, yeah. Because, you know. That's different. London. <laughs> anyway. So, how about I go ahead and uh, get the uh, the five-minute freestyle going over here, and then uh, we'll come out for the, uh, uh, for the horrible scopes, and uh, we'll kind of work it from there. So, Sounds good. let me go ahead and get you guys, uh, <laughs> feel us. It's not all about you sometimes, hon. So with five minutes on the clock, your five minute freestyle actually starts right now. And I'll label this one as a uh, flagship. And uh, this is going to sound kind of stupid for a, a couple of seconds. So, so humor me just a, just a couple of moments here. We've we've heard the term flagship used in many different ways. And I I follow a lot of different groups on YouTube that have stuff to do with well, science fiction. I mean, what what are you going to do? But the point of it was that somebody had pointed out that a flagship when you're talking about military especially it's a ship that specifically has a flag officer on it, usually somebody who is above a captain in rank, a commodore, admiral, that kind of thing. And it got me to thinking about why they would talk about, especially in you know uh, Star Trek Next Generation, why they would talk about the Enterprise as being the flagship of the Federation. It's got everything to do with what it represents and not what it actually is. The Enterprise, well, the term itself, is simply the idea of going forward. It gives us an idea of, an in, how do I best put this? Something where people want to progress. They want to strive. They want to reach for the stars, literally. It's an endeavor. Although there are starships named that on their own. It's an idea. An ideal. And that's what the Enterprise, specifically, was to the Federation. Its history was to go out there, to explore, to find those who were out there, and to say hi. To help further the knowledge of everyone that participated. You know, Starfleet, the Federation, the, the idea overall is that anyone who wants to help, they can show that they've got what it takes to go out there and help in order to learn, in order to explore. That's why the term flagship is used so often. 
and used so often incorrectly. We hear about these flagship products. Okay, well, you're trying to show that it's supposed to be the bleeding edge. It, it's supposed to be showing what your vision is for whatever it is that you produce, whatever widget it is, electronic or otherwise. But the idea of having a flagship isn't just for commercial purposes, obviously. It's for an ideal. That's why I don't like the term anymore. It's been perverted in industry, in commerce. It's no longer about striving for the next summit. It's a code word. It's a call to arms. It's a call to greenbacks. It's a call to sales. It's a marketing gimmick. And I hate that idea. I want there to be people, I want there to be groups that will actually say exactly what they mean for a change. This is our newest version of Flynn OS 12. What's new about it? We added one more number to it. What's new? It's the same thing. We just got a new marketing ploy. Who cares? I care. These words matter. People really don't understand how much so. When my wife died, a piece of my brain broke, figuratively speaking. But the only thing that I could really hold on to was language. And I made it my I made it my goal to make sure that if I was going to explain myself to people, that I was going to do it in the most clear terms possible. Do I read the encyclopedia or a dictionary? No. But I want my words to be my flagship. I want to rise to the next summit. I want to explore and see from the next highest peak. And I want people to come along with me. <sighs> this is episode CCCXXX 330, Your Honor. This is the episode where we basically are going to vent whatever it is that we're feeling. We're going to, well, we're probably going to end up cussing a lot. Because some of us are really pissed off about stuff, and Lord knows, this is our big opportunity to do it. So, before I go ahead and uh, jump us into the uh, into the horrible scopes, I did go up looking information on Rafe Badawi. There, unfortunately, is no new news to go by. So, as of the recording of tonight's show, it has now been eight years, three months, eleven days since Rafe was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes, our hopes and our thoughts are still with you and your family. We're still hoping for you. So with that out of the way, if you guys are ready to uh, go through the horrible scopes with me, we'll go ahead and uh, get the nicest part of the evening out of the way. 
I mean, anybody is willing to to jump in and say hi. Yes, we're ready to go. We're well, ready. we're we're ready. What what order do you oh. want us to go in? <laughs> Easy. I was I was waving my hand in the air madly. You're really you're really bad at this. Then <laughs> you're really bad at this. I'm just glad that you're not Italian. Actually, wait a minute. Was the French or the English that started the the one finger salute? You know what? I forget who it was. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Well, the Italians use the whole arm, so. That's, yes, we do. Yes, we do. We get their whole butt. You know what? Screw it. Whatever. Greeks well, use the whole hand, so here you go. Really didn't need to go there. So, for those of you that are looking for your horrible scopes for this week, congratulations, you've made it. If you know what your astrological sign is, cool. If you don't, make it up as you go along. Roll a D12. I don't care. Whatever it takes. Ask Google to roll a D12 for you. It'll do it. It'll even do odd-numbered, too. I found that out. That's a that's a whole other thing. Let me go ahead and get you rolling over here. So, starting us off, Aries, you'll have to ship something fairly sizable, fragile, and costly this week. Don't bother buying bubble wrap for the sheet for this one. Just buy the whole 200-foot roll for about $15 at Office Max. And put it in the trunk so you don't start popping it before you get home. Bridget? Taurus, your sweet tooth is going to be a problem this week, not because of the dentist appointment coming up, but because you're getting the shakes. Combining that much sugar with a triple-triple from your favorite copy vendor is going to end poorly when you start to hear the vibrations of the glass doors to the next store you try to walk into. And hold on just a second. Let's see. Beth, are you back on? Beth is apparently having a microphone issue. We have a technical. <laughs> so I guess Gemini's down to me. Yep, and we'll see how it goes from there. Okay. Do you get to see the International Space Station in the night sky this week? Not to worry, it'll be back. And if you have a radio scanner, you might be able to hear the astronauts or cosmonauts talking to the ham radio community. If you had passed the FCC test, you would have had an opportunity to talk to them yourself, but you didn't even try because you thought Morse code was too nerdy. All we can say to you now is dit 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 da dit da. Yeah, that's that's actually Morse code speak. Dit dit da dit da. That's a that's a thing. S what? Sorry. Dit 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 is S. Yes. Da dit da. K. K, sorry. Yes, you put it together, SK, which is supposed to be the, uh, uh, the, it's the shorthand for silent key. Some people use it to mean somebody is dead or that they are signing off from uh, communication. Oh, like AFK. Uh, no, as in our conversation is done. Have a good day. Good night. Okay. Uh, Bethy... Are you there? Microphone off, microphone on. Yes, no? Maybe not. Huh, looks like the microphone is not working for her at the moment. That's disappointing. Well, as we often say in our IT department, um, did you try turning it off and turning it on again? 
that's that's a thought. Um, can you even hear us? This is this is what happens. Oh well, good. At least you can hear what's going on. Uh, how about you uh, disconnect from the call and reconnect from the call, um, and uh, give that a try, and uh, we'll see we'll see how that works. While we're doing that, we'll keep rolling from over here. Uh, Cancer Moonchild, there's no point in hiding it anymore. Your prison record will come up this week. The best you can hope to do is defuse the situation by bringing a cassette tape of your band covering some old Blues Brothers songs. You might want to check with the Libra for a Sears portable cassette player, assuming you'd find some C batteries to put into it. Leo, when one door closes, another one opens. Now that the fall weather has started, this is more the norm than not. Your house isn't haunted, it's just the breeze. Stop emailing the producers of Haunted Homes of America. They're not that hard up for content. Okay, Beth rejoined us. Can we hear you this time? I don't know. Can you? Yes, yes we can. Okay. <clears throat> I was fiddling and I hit a button I shouldn't have and it disconnected my mic. That'll do it. So you get to pick up Virgo at this point. Okay, hold on. Virgo, Jonah, Cancer. You'd like to think you've got a sophisticated sense of humor that you're not secretly a teenager at heart. Uh, uh uh-huh. Let's test that out. Did you know that there is a highway in Hershey, Pennsylvania called West Chocolate Avenue? Yes, there really is such a thing as a Hershey Highway. I have no clue if that's true, and I only live like two hours. No, it's it's totally true. It's totally true. Okay. Okay. Joseph, Libra. Oh, it's my turn already. Yes, okay. it is. <laughs> um, face it, Libra, your own search for a job didn't go too well, did it? Claiming yourself as a, quote, antiquated technology expert, unquote, was well and good. It was all well and good. Explaining that you could change the ribbon on the 612 and 24 dot matrix printer was padding your resume just a little bit. Using a Rolodex card with those 1970s Dymo labels for your business card? That was just tacky. Yes, I actually had to look up the name of those damn labels. Leave me alone. And yes, I do still have a Rolodex. I think I've still got a few uh, 1,440 baud modems in stock. <laughs> Brilliant. Scorpio! NASA flight controller Gene Krantz famously said, Failure is not an option. Obviously, he wasn't talking to you specifically. Your failures might be annoying, but they teach you about the universe. You should start writing these things down so you don't forget them. Sagittarius. If you want to really make an impression on people this week, send a handwritten letter using a calligraphy pen and secure it in with an actual honest-to-goodness wax seal. Yes, these things not only exist, but they're cool as hell. Just don't mix up the envelope wa- wax candle with your date date candles. 
sorry. Yeah, those sealing wax candles burn at a much higher temperature. Just, Ouch. just so you know. Yeah. Beth, mm. Capricorn. Go outside in the early evening this week and listen to the bird <clears throat> do the bird calls. No, that's it for you this week. You need to learn how to calm down and listening to the birds will be the best way to do that. Blue jays, sparrows, owls, bats. Wait, you can hear bats? You're either part dog or superhuman. You know we've never We've never seen you and Superman in the same place at the same time before. All I can think of is bats in the Bible being listed as a bird. <laughs> That's all. Oh, they fly. That's true. Huh? They fly. Yeah. Joseph. Aquarius. Uh, no, I won't start singing. Uh, time for a road trip. Did you know that you could visit places like Vulcan, Michigan, Romulus, New York, Bacon, Indiana, Punky Doodles Corners, Ontario, and Big Rock County Mountain, Vermont? If you visit that last one, just be careful of your kidney. I've been to Punky Doodles before. Have you? I have. Arno and, and I went. And there's a place in northern Ontario it's called Go Home. <laughs> And one of the places that I found out uh, that I did not add was actually a town called George, and it's located in Washington State. <laughs> so the name of the place is George Washington. <laughs> Way to go, guys. I've been to Vulcan, I've been to Michigan, and I've been to Romulus. Yeah, one of these days we'll actually get pictures along all these places over here. So last up, Pisces. <laughs> Coffee is good. Coffee is life. Have you considered what would happen if you made a regular-sized cup of Demitasse Strong Instant Decaf? Your family might disown you, but the look on your co-worker's face when you offer to carve them off a slice to drink will be unforgettable. And those are your horrible scopes for this week. If you enjoyed what we do, cool, great. Those of you that didn't like it, tough shit. You didn't pay for it, so you got what you paid for. Fuck off. That's as good as it gets. So with that out of the way, it's about that time where we go ahead and we talk about the shit that's been pissing us off to no end. And I'm going to start it off, believe it or not, with... Statistics. I have seen so many fucking times on Facebook that I can't even I can't even tell you how many times where there is the graph going around, animated GIF showing the number of infections for COVID-19 on a on a traveling graph showing all the European countries. And then suddenly the United States and the line goes up and up and up and up. And there are people who are saying, well, it would be a more accurate representation to show this as a reference against population. 
as in what should the infections per hundred thousand or per million look like if the numbers were adjusted differently? I'm going to tell you guys pretty much the same thing, give or take, what I've been saying on Facebook to these people. What does it fucking matter? Every death is an individual person. Every death is a family member, a brother, a sister, a father, a mother, a banker, a painter, a poet, a charlatan, a thief, a murderer. Does it really matter who these people are? They're fucking human beings. When you want to go ahead and lay them out into some arbitrary matrix in order to change where they are, you're changing them from being individual pieces, individual people, individual lives, into weighted numbers, weighted pieces in this artificial matrix that you're trying to dream up. Why not measure them against nationalized medical expenditures as a percentage of GDP for the country? Why not measure them against the national production of hydrazine for all the good that it's going to do for you? In seriousness, what possible fucking reason would there be to change the numbers to be some arbitrary statistic? I learned from my wife years ago, data does not lie. Statistics can. All you people that are saying you want it different, Fuck off. If you can't accept that these are individual lives lost, 200,000 and counting in my country alone, the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know how I, I don't know how long it took me to say all that, but you know what? I'm I'm done with that. Anybody want to go ahead and talk about that a little bit? I, I, you hit the nail on the head. It doesn't matter what the statistics say. They're people. I mean... <laughs> you can't put a price tag or a number or any type of thing like that on a person's life. Who cares if it's somebody who's 99 years old or two? It's... <laughs> it's a person. It's a life lost. Can't really change it any any way. And I think you pretty much hit the nail on it. It drives me up a just drives me up a wall. Although technically they are in a way correct but um, yeah it's like you say it's without the consideration that uh, you know basically what they're saying is uh, well it, it hasn't happened to me yet so who gives a fuck pretty much yeah and the rest is just rationalization yeah yeah well, I think what annoys me with the, and I had this conversation with one of my young co-workers the other day, and he was spouting all this bullshit that our supposed 
orange man in charge spouts. And I'm like, dude, if it's coming out of his mouth, it's a fucking lie. If you want accurate information, you've got to go to the CDC, FDA, the World Health Organization. Don't get it from Trump. Don't get it from any of the headline-making Republicans. I mean, it's incorrect. Or at best, and I, or at best partial. Because, I mean, yeah. they're cherry-picking. Their facts may be correct, actually, but they're, they're cherry-picking. They're only taking part of the story. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, he he was quoting numbers and stuff, and I'm like, that's not accurate. <laughs> but at least he was being more open-minded than some of the adults I've talked to. It's just crazy. And when you are pointing out the fact that the picture they're painting isn't accurate, um, well, like I said, the numbers they're presenting may be correct like for example like she said like presenting the um the number of cases um without considering the the like if you do present the prices the 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 cases per capita you're gonna have um actually in the u.s that wouldn't work either way would it well see the biggest problem of it is and and i Feel us, I'm going to get to you in, in, in a little bit. Don't worry about it. And I'm not going to be ripping you a new one. Don't worry about it. The thing that's uh, the thing that's driven me absolutely insane about this is that, like I said, people have been specifically, and I, I don't know why yet, specifically saying, I want to see this information as a percentage. Uh, okay, I forget exactly what it was. If it was a percentage of uh, of population or if it was a... Uh, against per million or whatever the hell the, the thing was. But what's been driving me crazy about this is why not have it as against population density per average for each country? Because you want to go ahead and you want to talk about how many people are there. Okay, let's start with this. 300... 30 million people in the U.S., roughly. Very, very roughly. 330 million people in the United States. We have as many people, sorry, we have more people in just the single state of California as what occupies all of Canada. Mm -hmm. The population density by comparison is absolutely outstandingly different. And then you go to India where population densities fluctuate like crazy from the industrial areas and the cities to the rural outskirts. And then you go over to China, where the population density is freaking intense. Have I mean, you looked at their numbers? The numbers well, like actually, <laughs> going along the line that you were going, Susan, there was a meme that I saw earlier today, and it was from a science-based website, so I do know that it's fairly accurate but they were talking about the density where they were com uh, comparing I think and I'm doing this by memory San Francisco to I think somewhere in the Midwest that's not very populated 
And while San Francisco had an overall number much higher than this city in the Midwest, the density and the 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 percentage of people infected and who have COVID was way higher because San Francisco and as I said, don't quote me on the cities, I'm probably wrong. Because they are doing the masking and the social distancing and yada, 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 their numbers are actually lower as far as, you know, yeah. per the population. And it does make a difference. I mean, when, what, although there's some uh, discord as far as uh, whether the Sturgis rally has caused an uptick in cases – when you put that many people together in one spot, it's going to go up. Yeah. And in fact, they, there was a bike rally not too far from here, I believe, where that's exactly what happened. It wasn't as big as Sturgis. Yeah. But and, all of a sudden, within a week. Yeah. And there was a, uh, there was a research paper that was put out that uh, showed um, that, yes, there were infections and yes, it did take it out to various areas. And the outlay was something in the several billion dollars of potential uh, health care costs because yeah, it was of like how it's going to happen. $13 billion dollars yeah. and like 266,000 cases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was, I, really, um, I did remember seeing that. What was that? Like uh, measured at it like 10 days after? Tw- uh, yeah, two something weeks? like that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what happens. Um, well, I, I know our our first case here where I live, it was um, a person that had gone to spring break oh, yeah. in Florida and brought it, brought it back. Thankfully, we've been really, really, really lucky where I live that we, we've only had eight cases. But I do expect that to go up once hunting season starts. Yeah, we're gonna come, we're gonna come because, back to that in a second. Yeah, this, we've had like three thousand something here, and we're still going up anywhere between fifty to a hundred a day in my county. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna suck. Um, like I said, there was uh, there was a piece that uh, that uh, Felis had put over here that uh, I want to address really quickly. And like I said, not gonna be ripping you uh, a new anything on this. I completely understand where you're coming from, and. Give me a couple of seconds to kind of explain through this one really quickly. Felix had said, I'm going to catch flack for this, but I'm all for changing BLM, Black Lives Matter, to ELM, Every Life Matters. I am on board with you. I completely and utterly understand that. And I'm pretty sure that the rest of us do, too, with the caveat of it's not every life that is at risk equally. Hence the reason why the push for continuing all of these uh, all of these protests for Black Lives Matter. Believe me, I absolutely understand and I wish that we could be protesting that every life matters and every life is at risk equally. But the problem is we don't have that. Well, the house that is on fire is the one that needs the hose. All houses are important, but the one that's on fire is the one that needs the attention. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, 
I, I don't think any of us would give you shit for that, for having said that at all. And, uh, you know, uh, if, if it were a matter of that, if it were a matter of that, we were dealing with, um, a, a different topic, for instance, uh, climate change, global climate change is an all lives matter kind of thing. And I don't just mean all human lives. I mean, all lives. All life on earth. Yeah. For the most part. Except for the fucking, and otherwise. you know, except for the fucking, you know, platypus. Platypus is probably going to outlive the cockroach. They're just too fucking stupid otherwise. I love platypuses. I do, I, do. I used to have a stuffed oh, one. shit. Now I don't know if platypus... You, you stepped in it now, Shijin. Just shut up. Stop while you're ahead. Just stop. I don't know if it's platypuses or platypi now. Fuck, I gotta look it up. <laughs> I gotta I gotta look it up. Because I had to look it up when it came to octopus. Because I always thought it was supposed to be octopi, and I found out I was wrong. It is octopuses is the correct the correct plural. So now I gotta go look that up. God damn it, pain in my ass. You brought it on yourself. I, I, you, I, you mentioned it. I DJ rule zeroed myself. I know. <laughs> Yeah, when I was a kid, my my one aunt asked what my favorite animal was, and at the time I was like, no, I had it when I was still in college, so we'll say in my teens, and she made me a stuffy platypus. I had that fucking thing for years, and I remember, I know I had it my freshman year in college, I think it finally kicked the bucket like I literally wore the felt and the all the fur off the off the covering that it wasn't salvageable. But yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. Ah, that's so funny. Okay. Weird. Funny animal story, if you'll indulge <laughs> me. Um my daughter, you know, used to watch you know, Sesame Street and things like that when she was younger. And wasn't really good at, you know, pronouncing some words, but she was pointing at the TV and making a noise that sounded like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And I just about fell over because I'm like, where did you hear that? And she was pointing at the TV and she was trying to say aardvark. Oh, no. (laughs) But it was coming out. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. I'm, I'm by the way for the the, the octopuses thing. Um, actually, the the correct way would be octopodes because it's octopus because the the eye. Um, I'm using my English terminology. The the eye last of the definition. The the last the eye closing only applies to Latin words, and octopus is from Greek. Right. That's why when I was looking it up, octopuses, I found to be the accurate one. I don't know octopods, so that one. Octopodes. Octopodes. Okay. I'm I'm unfamiliar with that one, so that that's something I'll get to look up a little bit later. But um, Drew apparently found the same thing that I did, according to Wikipedia. Scientists generally use platypuses. Or simply platypus. Colloquially, the term platypi is used as the plural, although it's a form of pseudo-Latin, going by the Greek 
Oh, the word's Greek roots. The plural would be pletipodes. Ah! Yay! You get it? But, I, I mean, it's just keeping in the same spirit as the, the I, as the Latin, and the odes. I'm, I'm just gonna okay. go ahead. I'm just gonna go ahead and use platypuses because trying to use platypodes doesn't work because, well, it's just Greek to me. But uh, fuck you! I don't care. <laughs> On top of everything else, I'm just gonna go ahead and give us a uh, give us a copyright strike now. I'm an aardvark, and I'm proud. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm an aardvark, and I'm happy. Yes, I know the song. I remember the song. That's funny. That was my brother's bowling team's name, the aardvarks, way back in the day. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, it's it's better than the Yorks, as in alas, poor. You know the the soliloquy with the with the with the with the skull. Alas, poor Yurik. Hold hold. I'm not getting it. The the soliloquy is is traditionally alas, poor Yurik. I knew him, Horatio, and and Hamlet is holding the the skull. With the three, oh, three okay, okay. I wasn't even close. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it's fine. Alas, poor Yurik. I knew him well. Okay. Uh, no, it it it. it Okay, I thought it was, well, I looked, the last time I remember having looked it up, it was, alas, poor Yurik, I knew him Horatio. Oh, okay. Uh, I th- I think. It has been an exceedingly long time since I've read anything uh, that, that um, wasn't porn. So I don't, I don't really remember specifically, but I've... I've Maybe this is another one of those uh, octopu- oct- oct- octopuses. Pod- I'm not, I'm not <laughs> octopus. It's octopuses. Fuck off. I don't care. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't do Greek. A language. I don't. I'm. I'm. You know. How much? How much deeper can I dig this fucking hole of mine? <laughs> I don't know, but it's kind of fun watching you do it. <laughs> you know what? Welcome to Here's out of another shovel. Keep digging. <laughs> it's yes. funny because usually you're so I don't know if collected is the right word <laughs> I think this is kind of cute oh but you're right about the uh, um, um, yeah about the York thing the last Shakespeare uh, I, yeah yeah I'm sorry uh, for me if I hear Shakespeare there's only two things that come to mind Either the book that I had to try to read during the summer between high school and one grade and another and coming back to find out, no, I I don't know what you're talking about from the teacher. Thanks. Uh, And the other possibility is uh, uh, an antenna manufacturing company. So, um, yeah, there's that. Oh, yeah. By the way, um, orange juice tonight. No, no, uh, no alcohol, because truth be told, uh, I don't. I don't need any booze tonight. Oh, that's why you're so off balance. I've been, you know what? Just for just for a second, honest and truly, I've been I've been off my uh, I've been off my game as far as to the various uh, shows that I do since Tuesday, and I don't know why. I've got uh, I've got DJ sets that I do uh, pretty much every night during the week except Tuesday, and I don't know what the hell it is. 
but this week I've not been able to find a groove. And I, I just, I don't know what the hell. I don't know what the hell. I'm, I'm kind of wondering if you guys are kind of feeling a, a little bit the same way. Uh, because what happened, I, what happened, what happened Monday? Monday I was okay. Tuesday, uh, Tuesday we had the, uh, uh, we had the show, uh, the one-off show with uh, the uh, uh, AOA family. But um, I, I'm wondering if part of this is the... Um, I put a lot of pressure on myself to feel like I've got a responsibility to the the people that are consuming what it is that I produce. Whether it's this show, it's the, the radio sets that I do, that... Um, I feel like I have a responsibility to being very aware of what's going on with the news, especially. And uh, I kind of feel like maybe I'm, I've been overdosing improperly. That's, that's exactly what I, there was a, I'm not sure if it was an actual paper attached to it, but one of the, uh, it might've been an NPR show too. I've been listening to that a lot lately. But they were talking about how people, because of not necessarily having COVID, but the whole situation with the lockdowns and the having to wear the mask and the bullshit behind that. And, and then you throw in the fact that RBG passed and everybody's all oh, man. concerned about that, that a lot of people are feeling stress, for lack of a better word, that they don't, don't normally feel. Now... I have a little bit of a issue besides just the COVID that I'm dealing with now. I haven't been able, because I can't type, um, at least not for any length of time, working on my blog and working on the podcast that I had started. Um, but it's it's like I just can't, like you said, I just can't get into the groove. Like, even talking in one of the groups I'm in, there we were talking about um, agricultural dewormers being used by woo nuts to because they think they have parasites, and so in my head I have a whole outline that I can't get on paper. Well, uh, computer text because I can't type <laughs> I type fast enough. So it's frustrating me because I want to do this and, you know, typing one letter at a time just doesn't work for me because my brain goes too fast. And it's very, I'm just so out of sorts because not being able to do what I normally do is very frustrating. So, yeah, I'm, I'm real out of sorts, but I have kind of an extra reason. <laughs> yeah, it's fair enough. and Makes sense. Yeah, and I mean... A- I've also, uh, I don't get to listen to podcasts as often as I had previously, mm-hmm. because normally it would be a, 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 a travel thing. So being that I get out maybe once, maybe twice a week, you know, is what it is. But I was listening to uh, one of the older Cognitive Dissonance episodes on the way home tonight. And they were talking about how, you know, there's just news burnout for lack of a better way of talking about it, where, you know, we've been burned out with this administration since day one. You know, just so much shit going on. And uh, like I like I said in the live chat, 
you know, th this whole thing, sorry, backtrack. Stephanie had said, the news is enough to make anyone depressed. My answer to it was, and meaning for me, it's teetering between teeter tottering between ferocious anger and frustration and depression and helplessness, dot, 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 dot. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely positively livid at my fucking government that these yep. spy there there's a meme going around right now that um that a i forget what it was a blue whale i think is what it is has an has an asshole that can stretch you know three and a half feet across so you know just just think about it in the terms of if you really wanted to you could probably stuff an entire mitch mcconnell inside of that asshole and yeah i saw that meme today <laughs> and i keep answering to it and neither one of them has a spine you know well, I, I i think you think you hit it with news overload it's and it's been that's yeah. the problem because i i have a friend who generally is very active on their um facebook uh, confronting their their representatives for their state and she literally has been off facebook now for i'll say a month and she told me today she goes you know she's thinking i'm coming back not until after the election because she just can't handle the bullshit because she gets very hyped up into it she's like me and she's like she had to take a step back because she she was just getting to her yeah, which was part of the reason why I wanted to do uh, the Tuesday night thing. By the way, um, Beth, Stephanie had said, uh, tell Beth to get Dragon Voice to text software. It will probably need a fundraiser. Uh, you know, funny enough, I was uh, I, I just looked behind me. The shelf over here, I may have, may have an old copy of Dragon Natural Speech or something like that, that uh, my wife had gotten as a, as a premium when she was still... Uh, uh, an account manager for inbound telephone sales. It might still be on floppy disks, so I, I I don't know if that might be helpful. So you know, just, just a yeah. Well, in answer to uh, Stephanie's suggestion, well, I'm, I'm just actually... I'm worried sick that uh, we're watching a coup take place and there's not a damn thing we can do about it. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 coming. That's coming next. Oh yeah. I mean, topic wise uh, for us. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, but I am I am looking at uh, the dra dra dragon uh, software because yeah I do have to get a talk to text because not being able to type properly is annoying as hell. Yeah, uh, <laughs> even I, just for like Facebook. Yeah, I don't remember if it does it or not. I thought that Google Docs has a uh, a voice to... Google Docs does, uh, okay. Windows does. There's a bunch of free ones out there, but the problem with the free one, I mean, well, it's with any of them, is that you have to program them to your voice. And right now, because I'm still having trouble speaking, I'm, I want to give it another couple weeks. But yeah, I'm going to have to try to fundraise for it because... <laughs> They're not cheap, but I'm going to try out some of the free ones probably in about two or three weeks and see if that'll be enough. If I can at least get the basics down, that might be enough. 
Yeah. But uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Stephanie's well, how also much follow- does something like that cost? They run up to, well, the pricing I did, which is over a year old, um, it was up to $120, Oof. depending on what pro- program you get. Now, for most normal people, that might be doable, but for me, it's not, because that's like a whole paycheck. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And uh, for what it's worth, Stephanie had also said, uh, I had a blind friend who swore by it a decade ago, so they for what it's worth, I suppose. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll kind of leave it from there for the time being. Um, yep. So, Bridget, you get front and center on this one because Stephanie had also said, Bridget, the army must refuse illegal orders. Well, um, we've kind of tackled that before, and you're right, but just like with so many other things, like, for instance, um, uh, the the rules for poker don't explain how the game really plays. And for military to be told you are, you are, you are supposed to, you must refuse an illegal order. Well, all you have to do is get rid of those people until you find someone who will follow it. The last time we had, and that's basically like that, what he's doing. That's Yeah. And the last time we had something publicly that went that way was with Nixon. Yep. For those that, for whatever reason, uh, may not necessarily remember, Nixon basically did the same kind of thing. He, oh God, I forget, I forget the names of everybody that was involved. Uh, Shit, I forgot uh, who it was. Anyway, it was, it was known as the Saturday Night Massacre. Yep. And right. Nixon told his uh, D- Department of Justice, was it? I Shit. think so. I'm pretty sure. God, forgive me. I'm, I told you, been off my game. Told his head of the Department of Justice, I want you to f- fire whoever the hell it was. Sorry, sir, I can't do that. You're fired. Who's next in the chain? That'd be me, sir. I want you to fire him. Can't do that, sir. You're fired. And went down until he found somebody who would comply. And Yeah, according to Wiki, that happened on the 20th of October, 1973. So keep that date in mind. Yeah, I was, 40, and I was four years ordered, old. Yeah, I was 10, 9. But I do, I do remember this. Uh, during the Watergate scandal, U.S. President Richard Nixon ordered Attorney General Elliot Richardson to fire Special Prosecutor Archibald Cox. So it was uh, DOJ. 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 <clears throat> well, and I'm not only worried about that. Um, apparently, he can get you know, state electors that are GOP to give, you know, their votes to him, regardless of what the people have voted. And so he's trying to get electors to step up and do that. And according to what I've read, that's perfectly constitutional. He can do that. That can be challenged, though, because that was a question that came up, I think, last election. Yeah, there is a... uh, I forget what the term was that they were using for it, but there is faithless, faithless electors. Well, 
that, that that's a different thing that I'm that I'm thinking of. There is a, for lack of a better term for it, a compact between several states where they've said that their their electoral votes will be split based on the popular vote of the nation. Right. And there are a number of bigger states, as I recall, who are going to be doing that or have agreed to do that um, uh, in, 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 in solidarity with each other. Again, I'm using the wrong terminology. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not doing real great trying to figure these things out. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking get rid of the Electoral College. That's just me. They've been talking about that for, well, as long as I can remember. I mean, that's yeah. going back into the 70s. But really, I mean, what what can happen is that, you know, what Bridget said with, you know, the Electoral College uh, ignoring the popular vote. But like you say, you were saying, they can challenge it. And the thing is, the whole thing with the Electoral College, from my understanding, now I might be misinterpreting what I've read, is that the Electoral College came about because of the abolition of slavery. And it was the southern states that complained. They wanted the population of the African Americans to be counted towards their representation in Congress, but they didn't want them to have the right to vote. Or their vote was, you know, so it's really, if you look at it just from that standpoint, in my opinion, it's a really antiquated system. I mean... (laughs) It is. The the Electoral College, the first past the post, the, uh, the fact that there are only two viable uh, groups in power at this point who seem to have very very out of touch overall with what's really going on with the rest of the country people at large but that's just me you know what the fuck do I know I'm just a semi-educated well, uh, well and I, I think you, you hit a good point they're not listening on both sides of the aisle Democrats and Republicans, not just, you know, they're not listening to the people. I I hate using the term we the people because it's been so hijacked. But if the Democrats and the Republicans or those in power were to actually listen to what we would like... It's totally antithetical to what they're doing on both sides. Yep. Yeah. Let me, I mean, let me let me pitch this at you. What do you think would happen if we had an entire an entire Capitol Hill populated with AOCs? A lot of shit would get done. A lot of people would stop falling through the cracks. Hopefully. See, I'm a strong believer in absolute power corrupts absolutely. I tend to agree. And 
And I don't care if you're progressive or liberal or Democrat or Republican, independent, Green Party. When you're given that much power, what, regardless of whether it comes from the people or you fucking steal it, it's going to go to your head. Oh, There's no ifs, ands, or buts. I don't know if I mean, and it's nothing against AOC. I mean, I'm not a big fan of hers, but I I don't dislike her. I haven't really followed her enough to have a solid opinion. I, there's just something about her that I'm not quite sure of, and it could be the age difference. Um, but yeah, I I would be afraid of any one political party having that much power. And I would tend to agree with you. I would tend to agree with you. But the thing of it is, she's the type of person who has... She's young, admittedly. She is angry. It comes out. And the frustration of what the fuck have you guys been dicking around doing all this time? Why don't you get something Mm -hmm. fucking done for the people who actually matter? The people who sent us here to get shit done. I'm here to get shit done. And if you don't like it, do yourself a favor. Get the fuck out of the way or get under my treads because you're going to end up in one of those two places if you're not working with me. And If she could keep, keep that passion at the forefront... Oh, I ho- I I think that she would. It, it would be, you know, then I I could see it, but I just have that. I mean, I know this is a, a lousy analogy, but at one job I had, you know, one of my coworkers, and it's not the, my current job, but they worked themselves up from dishwasher all the way to manager. The problem is. By the time they reached manager, they forgot what it was like to be a peon. Yep. And I'm like, uh, you let your title go to your fucking head. And I'm not saying AOC would do that, but that po- I, I think that always sits in the back of my mind. Because <clears throat> I've, I've seen people do that. Oh, you know... They're wonderful little peons, but man, give them a, the manager title and all fucking animal breaks loose. But you know, not yeah. as many checks, not as many checks and balances in a workplace as there are in politics. So. True, Bridget. They work. You might remember this. You remember when? Um, remember when um, Robin Williams did his uh, his uh, his one man thing? Back in the the mid eighties or, uh, yeah, it was it was the mid eighties, and he did this uh, he did this skit where he was talking about when people I forget if it was uh, if it was cocaine or if it was getting drunk, and he no it was it was cocaine at the time because you know everything was cocaine, um, and he went ahead and he said, you think that you think that uh, cocaine makes you more uh, you know more more fun to be around. Bullshit! It shows who you really are. It's the same thing, isn't it? With with power, responsibility, title. Suddenly, these people who are given these positions of authority suddenly they they're who they are really shows up, doesn't it? I I don't know. 
Well, um, there's an easy way to, to see this one. Uh, Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. Lindsey Graham, specifically. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. sniveling. Did you did you see him sniveling and asking and begging for money all over the place this week? Oh, he yeah. Might get his ass kicked. I'm sorry? Because he might get his ass kicked. I would not be opposed to that. I wouldn't either. Well, you, you got to remember, I mean, allegedly, the Republican Party, uh, and I think it's specifically related to Trump, but I'm not 100% positive, blew through 800 thousand dollars and they have no accounting for where they, basically where they spent the money <laughs> after RGB's death the Democrats as a party raised what like 71 million dollars oh they, yeah. they, 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 they I mean it's like yeah I mean they they literally are they're I mean, making the cash just came oh yeah yeah, but the thing that baffles me, I've been an RGB fan since 1973, I think it was the first time I ever read one of her opinions, and that was right around the first wave feminism of the ERA, and it's like, you know, she's been a stalwart for equality, whether it's LGBT, you know, whether it's women's rights for, well, pretty much my entire life. And then now you guys are getting on the bandwagon? What about four years ago? It's like, GOP's been spending money wantonly everywhere on stupid shit. I mean, it, it's like the the joke going around, I think Bill mentioned it on Tuesday, is that um, campaigning is going to start the day after, after elections. Yeah. I mean, it basically did last last time, too. Yeah, because I remember. I remember. I was like, "Oh my god, I got to take a break." This has been going on for like nine months, and then, I mean, what was it? Not even six weeks. Trump was out, quote, campaigning. Yeah, and he literally just got elected. Yeah, and I read that he had filed paperwork to run again for re-election, like the next day. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. Thank you. But it's just like with with RGB stuff, she wasn't even dead an hour or when the news broke. And the Republicans were already pushing the Supreme, Supreme Court nomination. Yep. I mean, she – an hour. Yeah. I mean, that's like <laughs> fucking crazy. No, I'm 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 completely on board with you. And the worst part it's of it like, is these sniveling spineless pieces of shit. Any any one of them. 
any one of mm-hmm. them that were part of that were part of Mitch McConnell's thumb when he said we're going to oppose everything that President Obama was going to do any one of them that are now on board with moving forward on a Supreme Court mm-hmm. who have gone ahead and said we've got the votes already oh we, we don't yeah. know who we're going to be picking yet they should be at a fucking of job they should be out of a goddamn well, job I think what the hypocrisy is just it doesn't matter then. no matter yeah it's like no matter how you slice it this is no different than what happened with um them not voting or even allowing um the Merrick Garland hearings And that was, I mean, that was actually, actually, in my opinion, more atrocious because you're talking we want 10 months. Yeah. And this is what, what, we're a month and a half away from election? 45 days, 44, something like that. And some people have already started early voting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think the reason, one of the reasons why they want to push this through is to cover Trump's ass because I think that the results are going to get contested up to SCOTUS and Trump is counting on SCOTUS to hand him the election. I think he, I'm hoping um, that is going to be a failed notion on his part because generally... I mean, he's made it known what he's doing. Yeah. And I know John Roberts is pretty much fed up with Trump's bullshit. So I don't think that's going to get him where he want, where he thinks it's going to get him. They might just say, eh, they don't have to take it. And, and the thing with Amy uh, Coney Barrett is that as f- as far as what I can tell from what I've read, she's—I don't think she would be on board with him contesting the election in the manner he's planning to. Yeah, she'll probably do what her husband tells her to. Well, and that—that's the funny thing because she is a dominionist. What's funny, and I brought this point up with Sarah Palin when she was running for VP is that in Dominionist theology, women are subservient to men. So her even being in a position of being a jurist is contrary to Dominionist theology. Yep. So who the fuck are we actually uh, nominating her or her husband or her handlers? Uh, just give me one second. Those of you that are watching on YouTube right at the moment, please forgive me. I need to, I need to not mute the audio, but I need to turn off the video feed for us for just a couple of seconds because I need to do something that nobody needs to see what's going on. Sensitive information, but there's nothing I can do about it. So just give me a couple of seconds here and, uh, I will have the video back on again because we have somebody who wants to join us. So just give me a couple of seconds here to do that. Uh, you guys can go ahead and uh, 
chat amongst yourselves while I get the video temporarily off. Okay, there we go. No, the, the, the video is off, not the audio. Uh, I'm, I'm completely on board with you guys, and I would very much like for this son of a bitch to simply just go down in flames and be done with it. Yeah, so. it's... It's crazy. It's like... It's Tao. Hi, guys. Hi, Tack. The beard's back. It oh is. my god, what are we gonna do? <laughs> We're going to bring him back into the batch over here, and I need to fix his name, because his name is not centered. What? Why? No, center. There we go. That's better. Shocked to see you here. That's really cool to see you move the names around and such. Yeah, well, it's, it's, I do what I can do and is the way that it is. I was actually wondering whether or not you were going to be wanting to be joining us for this whole damn thing, because hi, man. Hi, guys. Hi, Felix. I see you. <laughs> hi, Beth. Missed you a lot. <laughs> Missed you too. I'm glad to hear your voice. <laughs> well, thank you. I like hearing people's voices because... I'm pretty solitary as it is, so it's nice to hear real people and not some of the people that I'm surrounded by. <sighs> and don't worry, I got you covered with Dragon. It'll be taken care of. Huh? When you're ready. Oh, uh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so, my, my brain doesn't function. It's okay. Well. Hey, I, I have the brain of a goldfish. Ooh, look, shiny. Yeah. The, the, I'm worse yeah. than my dogs when it comes to a squirrel because I like squirrels. I sat mm -hmm. outside um, last week when we had really nice weather where I live, and a squirrel ran out into the middle of the road. Now, my road doesn't get a lot of traffic, and it gets even less with COVID now. And it was just sitting there by the side of the road chewing on an acorn. That was the most zen, second most zen moment of my life. I can see that, though. Yeah, because it was just happy. But there were no cars, no traffic. It was eating mm -hmm. its acorn. It was happy. It was bushy. It looked fluffy. I love fluffy animals. Oh, they're so fluffy. Well, it's funny because I, I tell people at work when they're talking to me, if I like just all of a sudden look at you like you have eight eyes, I said it's most likely because I... Didn't understand a fucking word you said. Because <laughs> it, it, it'll go in and just kind of roll around in my brain, and then I'll be like five minutes later, I'll come out with a response. But it's just my brain just doesn't sometimes. I feel like a 286 trying to run Windows 10. <laughs> now, for those of you that aren't old enough, <laughs> yeah, a two. A a 286 t took two five and a quarter inch floppy disks to boot it up. Okay, so you insert one, wait 10 minutes, insert the next one, take the first one out, wait another 10 minutes, and then stick them both in, and then hopefully in about a half hour, you're booted up. I think she just gave me an aneurysm. I know. <laughs> so as a as as an official, because I'm I'm done 
screwing around with all the all the name placements and whatnot because bullshit at, at this point. So everybody, so that everybody understands, Unrenowned Tech has joined us. Unrenowned Tech is one of our um, previous hosts. Uh, has been on extended sabbatical. I guess is probably the best way of putting it. But apparently, uh, he messaged me and said, "Hey, um, I want in." I'm paraphrasing just a little bit, but uh, it's good to, good to hear you, man. So, yeah. obviously, there's a good goddamn reason why you decided that tonight's... I'm, feel, I'm feeling like a Rod Stewart moment. Tonight's the night! <laughs> Everything's yeah, you putting out candles and wine for me? Wow, I'm flattered, but... Uh, uh, you, you, yeah. you missed the horrible scopes. I'm going to need a lot more vodka than that. <laughs> you, you missed the horrible scopes and the, and the wax. You know what? No, we, no, I was listening. Oh, we're, I was we're, listening. Okay. That's why I decided to join in. Oh, I still listen to your show, guys. Our Aww. show. You're still part of it, whether you like it or not. It's like herpes, man. You can't get rid of this shit. <laughs> I don't know. I think they got a stick for that now. Every time I try to get out, they pull me back in. I thought you just pop them, though. You know? Boink, boink, boink. So help me, if I got to think about back knee again, I'm going to really hurt somebody. So... <laughs> What what finally got you to go? Yeah, I need to be part of this now. What's um, what's going on that you want to go ahead and? Train? I calmed down. I cal- I took advice and I calmed the fuck down. All right, that's the end of the show. Thanks for being with us, everybody. <laughs> no, um, I watched the news. I watched the news. I watched the news, and I listened to people at work. Uh, as many people know that i work with uh i'm a government contractor so it means i'm around a lot of government and military types um for good and for ill yeah and um you know i hear things and i see things and between that the news and a bunch of other things i was on the verge of literally going you know what screw everything I need to quit my job, get the hell away from people, and become a hermit. <laughs> so I Feel took that. a less extreme version of that. I filtered my news down to things like uh, what's new in science, what's new in technology, what's new in things from outer space, you know, uh, like the telescopes and the rovers and all that fun stuff. Things about the sun, the solar system, black holes, Mars, you name it. Anything but the head Cheeto. Uh, that, you know, it was actually, um, it was Heretic Woman who pulled me out of doing exactly that. I spent five years in total. It's good for the head. Yeah, I um I got out of a lot of that stuff. Now I would pay attention to the part of the news when Dr. Fauci had something to say. Oh hell yeah! Or I I, I would I would vet the information on the CDC. Now granted, I'm not a medical doctor, but when I look at something like when Dr. Fauci went into the hospital and boom, counterintuitive information just popped up on the CDC website. Mm-hmm. I know, I suspect I should say, I suspect. That something hinky is going on, and that information, since it's only there, it's not everywhere else, is suspect. Yep. And when information is suspect, that's when trust goes down, and you have to vet your information and vet your sources. And what happened later on after Fauci got out and things calmed down, that information went away. It was fake. 
It was wrong. It was incorrect. There was something wrong with it ultimately at the end of the day. And so that information was nixed. Proper statements were released and proper information was divulged again. And that shows that we're one person away from being led down a very dangerous path. And that shows you the power that one human being can have in changing the world for the better. Oh, hell that yeah. gave me a little bit of hope. Now, granted, what the CDC did when he went to the hospital, that kind of balanced it out with a whole lot of bullshit. Yeah. But the point is, is that I didn't filter myself from going, oh, I'm not going to listen to Fox News. I'm only going to listen to CNN or something like that. Because apparently, if you listen to CNN, you're uh, you're not woke, as uh, I've been told. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> video gamers need to stick to video games and leave politics out of it. Um, yeah. There are some weird, uh, there are some weird people in the video game realm. Uh, I know I'm one of them. I never, but... I, I never got into the 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 whole gamer thing. I, uh, my genre. I grew up my... playing Zork on DOS. I grew up. I was with video never, games. I was never very good at video games. They're just. They you just never. My girlfriend my never grew up playing um, video games. I got a Nintendo Switch uh, as a means of entertainment because you could do video as well as video games on it. And I picked up a game called Newt, like like the animal N E W T, and then the word the number but spelled as a word one O N E. Newt one is a game that teaches. All the skills that you could use with a controller. This this is not this is not me saying I work for Nintendo or I'm not getting paid for you. this, guys. But it teaches you all the skills in handling a controller to play those types of video games. But none of the downside of it. It starts you off very slow. It gives you a lot of music. Uh, uh, you go around and you wake things up, and music plays and drums, and you get a percussion section. And it's a very artistically beautiful and uh, and musically beautiful game that, as you progress, becomes more and more beautiful and more and more uh, both visually and audibly while developing those skills. You fall off a ledge. Your characters magically transported unharmed back to where you were. So the only frustration is falling off the ledge repeatedly. That's it. There's no other negative to the game. You learn skills, you learn eye-hand coordination, but there's nothing else negative to it. It just becomes... And at one point she got frustrated with She goes, this is really hard. And I said, really? Go back and play the first level. And she blew through it. She goes, wow, this is really easy. And I said, no, no, no. You got better. And it was like a light switch for her. Yeah, this actually sounds like a possible therapy for my mm. hand. <laughs> if, you can hand if, you can, if you can handle the Nintendo Switch Joy-Cons, yeah. If not, you'd probably need the Pro Controller because that's got a wider grip. Yeah, right, right now my, my right hand's useless. I, I can barely use my mouse, but... It's weird because I think of things that I can do for, quote, therapy. How well does your as, left hand work? As bad as my right hand because I severed the nerve when I... Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I was going to say um, a long time ago, I don't know if they still make them, but there's something called the frog pad. And no, it's not made in France, Joe. Um, 
And the frog pad is designed as a one-handed keyboard. Hmm. Each key is multi-use, has multiple letters and symbols and such. So it's oh, kind of I neat. can't, I can't deal with shit like that. It's gonna be, uh, it's so yeah, weird. You'd have because... to retrain. It would be something somebody would have to retrain. But I remember looking at that, going, you know, if I was ever in a car accident and I lost either my right hand or my left mm-hmm. hand, but the other one was still good, I would get that, and I would be the well, best. It, it, it's so funny because, like, I used to say that all the time before I got sick, and uh, oh my. That would confuse the hell out of me. Um, <laughs> but it's like, now I find myself fighting against having to use different aids to be able to do things, to re- uh, keep my independence. They also have like, um, the foot st- utilities, too, now, if you have yeah. any kind of momentum with your feet. Yeah, I, I do with my left one, not so much with my right. But it's so funny because... I sit there and I and I'm taking this back to our conversation in general, but it's like this whole thing where where Trump signed this. Oh, if you have pre-existing conditions, you're covered. It's like, dude, what do you think the ACA is? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, and I get like you. I, I've had to kind of take a step back, but every I get pulled in so easily because it's like I'll see stuff about poverty or about the ACA, and I'm right back into it. And it's like that's why like shows like tonight and what we did on Tuesday are so for me, anyways, are so important because it's like it brings you back down to earth and have have a new show up unexpectedly is really kind of cool and, and being able to talk to Bridget again well I talked to her uh, during the week but like Joseph I haven't talked to him since what how long has it been Joseph Joseph he's making coffee yeah. no I'm yeah I was in the <laughs> mid gulf um <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's I mean it, it, yeah and you know it's not like we talked every night or anything like that, but it's nice to hear grounding voices with all this bat chittery that's going on between Trump and COVID and uh, what else is going on? Everything. And see, the thing was, I have friends who are trans. I have friends who are gay lesbian i have uh, male and female sides i have friends uh, i have one mm-hmm. friend who actually identifies as a non-binary person that's always a fun conversation um friends who uh are black who are hispanic who are um from different areas of the world I have a very mm-hmm. diverse group of friends, and everything that that fucking rat bastard has done has affected any one of them in any way, shape, yeah. or form. Well, and it's like I was losing my shit left and right over what's going on with my friends, what's going on with the government, what's going on with everything, to the point of where I almost lost my mind, and I had to take the step back, and I did. I calmed down, and that's. Well, uh, let me ask you guys this. I made the mistake of putting my ex back on my Facebook page. Now, yeah, that was pretty okay. stupid. 
Yeah, it was. And nobody here is going to argue against that one. Nope. But I did it because, you know, you get the weepy sob story and blah, 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 blah. And the reason I initially blocked her was not because she's my ex, but because she pulled shit she did when we were together about saying that I was too intense and I shouldn't let this shit bother me. Now, part of the problem, and it's not just with with her, it's just that part of the reason I blocked her was one, okay, she's gay, okay, obviously she was my partner, um, but yet she claims Catholicism. That's that's she, possible to do. I know a gay Mormon. Well, I know I know I know it's po- I know it's possible, but I find it quite just back ass word. But you and she, I are in complete agreement. I mean, she and like I fought. I've had literally had to fight for my ACA. I literally had a fight for my SNAP. I live in poverty. I'm below the poverty line as far as finances go. And she's in the same boat. And she she she's like, oh, you can't be so intense about it. Um, this is exactly why I blocked you the first time because you sit there and lecture me like you're my mother. But it's like, um, it's not all hunky dory here. Like, if I don't get my medications, if I don't have my ACA, I'm dead. If I don't get my SNAP benefits, I'm not going to eat very healthily. And it's like, it's totally oblivious. She lives in, it's like, and I have friends that are that, that, that it's like voting against your best interests. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I mean, yeah, do you yeah guys- I've seen it a lot, uh, especially down here. What I'm seeing is is that people are using the mentality of, well, there's a whole lot of people who have it worse. There's always somebody. Well, in reality, yes, there's almost always somebody that has something worse than somebody else. But you have to stop. But people need to stop and think about that for a moment. You can be aware. And even empathetic of the pain and suffering somebody else is going through and still have feelings about the crap that's going on in your life. You don't want to gaslight yourself. You want to be aware there's a difference. And I don't think people are really taught that anymore. Um, I'm seeing a lot of activists who are going, well, if you're not only paying attention to the pain and suffering of this group or that group or this person or that person, and you have even one inkling of being like a human being and having feelings of yourself, you're a horrible human being, you're inconsiderate, you're part of the right or the left or the conservatives or the whatever. They, They put you in a bubble, they stick a label on you, slap you, and you're done. And it that was one of the things, one of the major contributing factors of me having to take a step back because every time I saw it, I wanted to reach out and bitch slap someone. I think there's an expression that says, when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Yeah. So when somebody's in a position where they're in pain and suffering, I don't tell them Oh, buck up. Somebody else has got it worse than you. No, that that's a dick move. And anybody who does it is a dick. 
there is no sugar. Well, you can put sugar on a dick, but you know, that gets a sticky situation in more ways than one, but jokes aside, um, it's, it's an asshole move. And I, I mean, I mean, in her defense, she's not quite to that level. It's just the, not really being in tune with what's really going on. You know, where where she's basically voting against her best interests, and it's like ignorance. I don't not necessarily willful ignorance, and I don't use ignorance as a derogatory. Right, 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 right. I know you're saying it's, it's, it's technical definition, which is somebody who lacks knowledge of something, and right. it, she demonstrates that she lacks the knowledge and awareness of the things that are actually causing her harm. And, and I and feel better for people like that. Yeah, and it's not just her. I, I mean, I've seen this with with a lot of people that that you know, it's like seriously. It's like I, I mean, I have another friend who is black, who is also gay, and he's a Republican. Well, there wow. are a lot of Republicans voting against oh, Trump I, this year. <laughs> oh, he's not. Trust me, he's not. He's yeah. al- he's also ex-military, and it's like I'm like, dude. Yeah, that's something that uh, we, we talked about a, a little bit ago. Uh, tech the the idea that the military is supposed to is obligated to refuse an illegal order. Correct. So the idea of this whole, um, the, the idea of this coup happening where, um, if, if the vote goes and the rightfully elected president is a new one, and the old one doesn't want to leave come January 22nd? Yeah, the Secret Service ex- ex- escorts him out of the building, not the military. That's their job. And they're obligated to take orders, well, to, to prioritize the current sitting president over the past presidents. So if Biden were to win and Trump goes, I'm not leaving and chains himself to the desk... Secret Service are going to come in with a locksmith or a hacksaw, whichever is more convenient, and bye-bye, out you go, if they have to carry them, which I doubt that... I I would feel bad for the guys who had to do something like that. Yeah. Uh, Real quick, Because I wouldn't want to get all that orange crap all over my skin, either. Uh, Am am I remembering correctly? Secret Service actually is uh, the Treasury? I don't know. Yes. Okay. There, they were originally, if I remember correctly, um, designed, <laughs> for like a better word, um, to battle counterfeit money. Yeah, they're that federal is, law enforcement. Yeah, and but I, I think if I remember correctly. Yes, you are remember correctly. It was founded in, according to Wikipedia, it was founded in 1865 to combat the oh, then widespread that. counterfeiting of U.S. currency, and it was, uh, was a part 
until 2003, that is, something changed ah. in 2003, uh, it was part of the Department of Treasury. It is currently under the Department of Holam Security. Oh, God. That's bullshit. And that's why it changed. That that was the change. They probably switched it from Treasury to Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. But I I do know, and this from friends that are still in the military and are very high ranking, um, that if it came down to it, most of your senior military would never follow Trump, ever. Right and now, if, if Trump gives an order, but it's not illegal, the senior military are obligated by by right, their own I, I, oath have to follow it. I'm talking specifically with removal from office, not anything else. Oh, I they see. Would, they would, yeah. As far as, but if if, if you know anything else is fair game, it would follow no, the, whatever. Their the people who would start is. something are the Trump supporters. And they're the ones who are the gun-toting kids who shoot people in the back and run off and get dismissed by law enforcement and then get praised by the president. Oh, you know, he was in a life-threatening situation. He was probably very scared. Oh, Uh, hey, president. No, he wasn't. He put himself in that. Your supporters scare me. What does that give me the right to do? Huh? Well, it's just like the meme I saw earlier today. In fact, it's probably from somebody you all know. Um, he was like, he jokingly said, "Should we just put the one in front of civil war now?" See, the thing is, is Trump doesn't joke. The things oh, that no. he says that sound like a joke—that's him They're actually not. speaking his mind, and people mm-hmm. don't get that. Yeah. People do not get that. When he says he could walk into the middle of the street and shoot somebody and get away with it, he's not kidding. He's stating no. a fact, and he's laughing about how great it is. Um, yeah. he's, he's not – he was taught that mentality. Mm-hmm. He was groomed. You yeah, don't, Even our most psychotic people that we have are – yeah, that, that – Trump is somebody who should be in a padded cell. Yeah, from what little reading I've done, and this just is my take on what I've read, his father and his grandfather were interesting characters. Oh uh, yeah, um, his grandfather was a Nazi in Germany, but he uh, left, and uh, when they were losing, and uh, to try to distance themselves from uh, the association, they went through a name change. Um, but the mentality never left. And you can see it right. now. If, if you were to take all the actions of Trump, the statements and things like that, and you were to strip away the knowledge that they came from Trump and compared it to. Oh, uh, I've done a side by side comparison. Yeah. From, from various dictators throughout the world. Versus people who were leaders who were empathetic to their people and others as well. Not just their own people, but empathetic to people who were not of their people. And you, the, the differences are, there's no gray. It's black and white. He's a fucking Nazi. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. He is. He's a sexist, racist, motherfucking Nazi. Yeah. And that's the thing. I, I, I did a side-by-side comparison and... It's 
the the it's astounding. Out of fifteen characteristics that I pulled concerning Hitler, he has thirteen of them. Yeah, and let's let's be fair. We could go ahead. We could we could bring on a historian. We could bring on somebody who is uh, knowledgeable in the history of Germany specifically. We could bring in people who are descendants of Adolf Hitler, although fortunately that's that's very hard to find at this point. All we need to do is to listen to the testimonials of the people who still have fucking tattoos on their wrists, who have all said, this is it. This is what you said would never happen again, and you're letting it happen. I lived through it. I lived through it. Why are you not listening? My aunt is probably rolling in her grave right now. That's a scary thought. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've tried a little bit of She. That's I got weird, but she's been gone since I was twelve. So we're talking over forty years. And I remember, stupid ass me. 10 years old, didn't know jack shit. Auntie, why do you have numbers tattooed on your wrist? See, the kids get an excuse in in some ways. They're thirsty for knowledge. They're thirsty for understanding the world around them. And Mm -hmm. by our very nature as human beings, we inherently trust those that have survived longer because it mm-hmm. has perpetuated the species. You know, hey, mm-hmm. that guy in the tribe is the oldest one. He never drinks out of the pond to the left, only to the pond to the right. There must be something yep. wrong with the pond to the left. I'm going to emulate him to the and drink to the pond to the right. Yep. And whether that's true or not, that's a characteristic of that older person. The tribe might uh, tend to drink to the pond to the right, somebody might go, oh, I'm going to drink to the pond to the left because it's less crowded, and then next week they're dead, and that reinforces drinking from the pond to the right. It's a survival mechanism. That's why kids who have no ability for critical thinking, which that part of our brain, according to current modern medical science, doesn't finish, not start, but it doesn't finish developing in the average person, somebody without any kind of cognitive issues, until the mid twenties, people. Yeah. Right. Twenty five for women, twenty eight for men. But your emotional center, that that finishes developing a lot earlier. It's the hormones that drive that center crazy in our teens. But um, so at a very early age, whatever comes out of those adults' mouth, that that's coming from God. You know, yeah. that's fact. As, as the sun comes up, fact. Yeah. Well, what was interesting is what, how my aunt handled it was she sat me down. She explained everything. And that's been my fascination, for lack of a better word, with the Holocaust and Nazi Germany, Hitler, and fascism in general. And it's f- not funny, haha, but just recently a study came out it's showing that about 50% of our high school students do not know or did not know that over 6 million 
uh, Jews and Roma, etc., were killed in the Holocaust. They don't even know what the fucking Holocaust is. And that's something that we've talked about on too damn many occasions, that we don't have proper, high, um, high standards, standardized, countrywide education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Virtually every other country, I know, I know, most other countries are quite a bit smaller than the U.S., but, you know, they, they, they learn. Um, we're getting uh, we're getting pretty close to the top of the hour, um, so we wow. got we got to see about pulling stuff, uh, kind of pulling stuff together. Um, man, shit, I've got uh, I've I've got something. Uh, I've got a quote that I I was just looking up a couple of moments ago, and I'm gonna I'm gonna use that as uh, part of my uh, closing up. Uh, Tech, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a couple of moments to kind of think of what you want to close with because you don't. Is is the first time you've been back in quite a long time. I want to give you a moment to think about um, Beth. Since you've kind of got a, a little bit of a role going over here, uh, what kind of what kind of thing would you like to uh, kind of close off with for you for tonight? Well, I, I I think don't be afraid to vent, and you know talk to your tribe echo chamber if you want to use the uh, negative connotation those echo chambers are gonna be really really important I mean if you know deep down inside that and I'm just picking on Trump just because his name's most handy or you know any of the other wing nuts he Listen to what he says. Is that really what you want for our country? Are you really the racist prig that by aligning yourself with him that you want to be, do you really want to be known by that? This man said, grab him by the pussy. That's the day he lost me. I was all ready to give him a chance when he was elected. He's our president. But the day, you know, the the audio came out where he said, you know, basically said, grab him by the pussy. He lost me. Not because, oh, I'm offended by the word pussy. I'm not. That's the kind of man he is. That's the atmosphere we're fighting and you brought up Kenosha okay as far as him walking by the police a lot was going on but they're praising his parents President Trump is supporting this dude oh he was in a bad situation no he put himself in that situation the moment he crossed state lines with an illegal gun Do you really want that kind of world where you're walking down the street and someone can pull a cap out and take out your kneecap? No. I'd rather stay in my little echo chamber of people like you guys than have to deal with that shit. End of rant. 
that's fair. Um, Joseph, I was looking to hit you yet. I don't know if you are back as yet. Well, I've always been here. Okay, I wasn't sure. I can't pee that long, man. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, nothing to add. Um, thing I would add. Well, we're at the top of the hour, so I don't want to get us going again. <laughs> but uh, fair enough. Yeah, lots left over for next week. Yeah, true that. True that. All right, Bridget. You take care. No, no worries. Bridget, how about for you? I'm scared. <laughs> I, I guess we'll just leave it at that. Um, just too many shenanigans going on. And hey, everybody, it's Shujin. I'm sorry. I had a power outage, um, and trying to get everything back up and running is just taking a lot longer because, well, Windows does not like when stuff goes boom without warning. So thank you for being part of tonight's show. Um, I will go as far as to uh, say that the quote that I was looking for to end the show with was if there is a God he will have to beg my forgiveness if we allow what seems to be happening with the United States government to go on then that's our fault and we will have to beg forgiveness of the future thank you very much for being with us tonight Uh, again I'm sorry for the way that this has played out Please do have yourselves a safe week. We will talk with you as soon as we can. So until the next time we get together, everyone, as always, I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. Peace and long life. Live long and prosper. And my lady, 15 years on, I am still in love with you. Matane Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Dream of me. Until the next time we get together, everyone, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.